Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. And today, we have a fascinating topic to dive into. We'll be exploring the world of quantum correlations and how data-driven criteria are being used to understand them. That's right. Jen, the paper we'll be discussing is titled Data-Driven Criteria for Quantum Correlations by Majosh. Krochik. Jaroslav Pavlovsky, Maciej M. Muska, and Katarzyna Rosak. This paper explores the use of machine learning models in detecting correlations in a three-qubit system. They use a neural network trained in an unsupervised manner on randomly generated states to recognize separable states and detect correlated states as anomalies. What's really fascinating is that the authors find that their model performs better at detecting a weaker form of quantum correlations called quantum discord than entanglement itself. Yes, it's quite surprising. The model tends to overestimate the set of entangled states even at the optimal threshold for entanglement detection, while underestimating the set of discordant states to a lesser extent. To help us understand these concepts better, the authors construct a diagram containing various types of states, entangled and separable, both discordant and non-discordant. The network architecture they design is carefully constructed to preserve separability and ensure the output is equivariant with respect to qubit permutations. And they show that this choice of architecture leads to higher detection accuracy compared to a baseline model that uses partial trace operations. Quantum correlations are vital in near-future quantum technologies like cryptography, networks, and computation. Understanding how they work can unlock new possibilities in these fields. Absolutely. In quantum information theory. There has been a long-standing question about how to quantify and classify quantum correlations, especially in mixed states. This paper takes a unique approach by using machine learning models to understand these correlations. The authors go beyond the traditional analytical metrics and propose studying quantum correlations using machine learning models that learn similarities between different classes of quantum states. They train a neural network model, called a separator, to distinguish between separable and entangled states. And they use an unsupervised anomaly detection scheme to train the model. Anomalies, in this case, are quantum correlated states. By comparing inputs with outputs, the model is able to classify states as separable or entangled based on a reconstruction loss. Function. It's fascinating to see how machine learning can be applied in such a unique way to understand these complex concepts. Absolutely. And the results of their experiments are intriguing. The model accurately classifies separable and entangled states with high accuracy, even though it was not directly trained on non-discordant states. This paper opens up new avenues for exploring quantum correlations using machine learning models. By leveraging these models' ability to learn similarities between different classes of quantum states, 
we can gain deeper insights into the complexities of quantum physics. That's right, Tom. It's an exciting time for quantum research. And this paper is just one example of how data-driven approaches can shed light on these intricate concepts. And that wraps up our introduction to this thought-provoking paper on data-driven criteria for quantum correlations. Stay tuned as we dive deeper into the details and implications in the rest of this episode. That's right, Tom. We'll be unpacking some of the key ideas and discussing the implications of this research. So grab your favorite beverage and get ready for another enlightening episode. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, podcast fam. We have a delicious sponsor today. Are you tired of ordinary pizza joints? Well, buckle up because we've got something magical for you. That's right, Tom. Introducing Centhouse's Pizzerific Delights. They're bringing the joy of pizza to a whole new level. Picture this. Imagine biting into a slice of piping hot pizza topped with rainbow-colored cheese that melts in your mouth. Oh, and did we mention it sparkles? Sparkles? Now that's what I call pizzazz. But wait, there's more. With every order comes a free side of enchanted garlic knots. These knots not only taste garlicy good but also have the power to grant three wishes. Three wishes? Forget about finding genie lamps hidden in dusty caves, Centhouses has got you covered. And hey folks, if that wasn't enough to get your stomach growling and your imagination running wild, guess what else they have? Jen, excitedly, their pizza delivery Pegasus service. Tom, whispering, yes people, instead of waiting around for delivery guys on bicycles or cars stuck in traffic. Behold the majesty as mythical winged creatures descend from the heavens delivering piping hot pizzas directly to your door. Jen. Giggling. Just imagine opening your front door and finding a friendly Pegasus handing over cheesy goodness. While soaring through clouds. SFX. Horse hooves clip-clopping and wings flapping. Tom and Jen. Laughing uncontrollably. So don't miss out on this one-of-a-kind experience offered only by Centos's Pizzerific Delights. Exactly. Head on over to their website or call now before they fly away with all the enchanted pizzas. And remember, folks, if you're in need of a little magic in your life and a whole lot of deliciousness, Centos's Pizzerific Delights is the way to go. Pizza and Pegasuses? You'll never have an ordinary meal again. Upbeat music fades out. Oh man, I can't wait to get my hands on some sparkling pizza. You really think they'll grant us three wishes with those garlic knots? Tom, laughing. Only one way to find out. Let's order some right after this episode. Pizza party at our place. Both hosts laugh as the podcast continues. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host Jen. Hi, everyone. We have a fascinating topic to dive into today. 
We'll be discussing a paper titled PAPR, Proximity Attention Point Rendering. This paper introduces a novel method for learning and rendering accurate point cloud representations of 3D scenes. Absolutely. Jen. Learning accurate and parsimonious point cloud representations from scratch has always been a challenge in 3D representation learning. Existing methods either suffer from the vanishing gradient problem or require a large number of points to accurately model scene geometry and texture. That's right, Tom. But the authors of this paper propose an innovative solution called PAPR, proximity attention. Point rendering. With PAPR, they combine a point-based scene representation with a differentiable renderer to overcome these limitations. Before we go any further, let's break it down for our listeners who might not be familiar with the terminologies. A point cloud is simply a set of data points in 3D space that represents the surfaces of objects or scenes. And in rendering, we mean generating images or visual representations from these points. Exactly. The key idea behind PAPR is to use a point cloud representation where each point is characterized by its spatial position, foreground score, and view independent feature vector. Now, the challenge lies in rendering these points accurately because they don't inherently define a surface. That's true. Jen. Traditional techniques like splat based rasterization have been used before but come with their own limitations. They struggle with gradient vanishing when points are far from the target pixels and require large number of points for accurate texture modeling. Right you are. And that's where PAPR shines. It utilizes a ray-dependent point embedding method to create features for each point. These features are then used in a proximity attention model which selects relevant points for each ray and combines their values to produce accurate colors. Fascinating stuff, Jen. And what's really impressive is that PAPR can learn point cloud positions from scratch, even when the initialization drastically differs from the target geometry. It captures fine texture details using only a parsimonious set of points. Absolutely. The paper also showcases practical applications of PAPR, such as geometry editing, object manipulation, texture transfer, and exposure control. These applications demonstrate the effectiveness and versatility of this novel method. Definitely. And we can't forget to mention that all the experiments and results are available on the author's project website. So listeners who are interested can check it out for themselves. That's right. Tom. All right. Listeners. We hope you're as excited as we are about diving deeper into this paper. Stay tuned for the next segment where we'll discuss related works and give you a better understanding of the context surrounding PAPR. Don't go anywhere. Folks. We'll be right back after this short break with more insights into PAPR. Proximity Attention Point Rendering. Break. Cheerful music playing. Welcome back to another episode of Tom and Jen's Wacky World. 
And today, we have a sponsor that will truly blow your mind. Get ready, folks, because the spinning sitter company is here to revolutionize your sitter experience. That's right, Tom. They're taking the classic sitar and making it even weirder. I mean better. Picture this, a sitar that spins. You heard it right. Ladies and gentlemen, no more sitting still with your regular old sitters. Now you can spin while strumming away on the spinning sitter. It adds a whole new meaning to getting in tune with the universe. And let me tell you about their newest feature, Turbo Spin Mode. Put on some crazy tunes. Hold tight to your seat or just hang around midair. Because this thing can spin faster than grandma after one too many energy drinks. It's not just ordinary spinning either. This one comes with built-in LED lights that synchronize with every note you play. Feel like an EDM superstar as you light up the room while serenading unsuspecting neighbors. But wait, there's more. The Spinning Sitar Company also offers customization options. Want your sitar covered in glitter? Done. Prefer it shaped like an alien spaceship? They got you covered too. Not only are they transforming sitters into dizzying musical marvels but they're also giving back to society. For every purchase of a spinning sitter, they donate 10% towards teaching synchronized dance moves to penguins in Antarctica. Penguins dancing synchronized Bollywood moves. How cool is that? So folks, don't miss out on this incredible offer from the spinning sitter company, where traditional meets twirl why fun. Both. Order your spinning sitter today and let the weirdness spin into your life. Music fades out. Laughter. Isn't it amazing how something as traditional as a sitter can become an absolute circus act? Absolutely, Tom. And a spin-off like this is guaranteed to make our listeners burst out laughing. Stay tuned for more wacky adventures on Tom and Jen's Wacky World. Keep spinning, folks. See you soon and tune in next time. Podcast outro music plays. Outro music. Welcome back to another episode of Tech in Medicine. The podcast where we break down complex topics in healthcare technology. I'm Tom. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Jen. How are you doing today? Jen? I'm great. Tom. Excited to dive into another interesting topic in the field of medical technology. Today, we have a fascinating paper to discuss titled Frequency Domain Adversarial Training for Robust. Volumetric medical segmentation. That's right. Jen. This paper focuses on the important task of volumetric medical image segmentation and introduces a novel approach to make the models robust against adversarial attacks. Now, I know that might sound like a mouthful of technical terms. But don't worry because we're here to break it down for you. Absolutely. So let's start by explaining what volumetric medical image segmentation is. In medical imaging, doctors use techniques like CT scans or MRI scans to capture detailed information about a patient's body. 
Volumetric medical image segmentation involves analyzing these scans and accurately identifying organs or anomalies within them. That's correct. Accurate segmentation is crucial for diagnosing conditions accurately and planning appropriate treatment strategies. However, deep learning models used for this segmentation task can be vulnerable to adversarial attacks. Right. An adversarial attack refers to deliberately manipulating input data in such a way that it causes the deep learning model to produce incorrect outputs. These attacks can be imperceptible to the human eye but have serious implications in critical applications like healthcare. Exactly. And that's where this paper comes in. The authors propose a frequency domain adversarial attack specifically designed for volumetric medical image segmentation models. But before we delve into that attack strategy and its implications, I was hoping we could take it one step at a time and truly understand the concepts involved. Could you enlighten us on what exactly is volumetric medical image segmentation? Absolutely. Jen. Volumetric medical image segmentation is the process of analyzing three-dimensional medical images, such as CT scans or MRI scans, and identifying and delineating different regions or structures within those images. That sounds really complex. Can you explain why accurate segmentation is so important in the field of healthcare? Of course. Accurate segmentation plays a crucial role in many clinical applications. For example, in radiation therapy planning, precise segmentation of organs at risk helps doctors avoid irradiating healthy tissues unnecessarily. That's a great point. Tom, so what are some challenges faced by deep learning models used for volumetric medical image segmentation? One major challenge is making these models robust against adversarial attacks. These attacks involve manipulating input data to deceive or mislead the model into producing incorrect segmentations. Oh wow, that's concerning. How does this paper address that challenge? Well, the authors propose a frequency domain adversarial training approach to enhance the robustness of these models against such attacks. Frequency domain? I've heard about pixel-level attacks before. But what does it mean to work in the frequency domain? Great question. When we talk about working in the frequency domain, we're essentially analyzing data in terms of its frequency components rather than directly manipulating individual pixels. Ah, okay. So how does this frequency domain adversarial training make these models more robust? The authors present an approach called frequency domain adversarial training, FDAT, which involves training models against both voxel-based and frequency-based adversarial samples. This trains the model to identify and defend against various kinds of attacks. I see. And how do they create these adversaries specifically in the frequency domain? They propose a volumetric adversarial frequency attack. Waffer. That takes into account the 3D nature of volumetric data and perturbs the frequency domain. Representation of the images to create adversarial samples. Fascinating. So, in summary. 
This paper introduces a method for training robust volumetric medical image segmentation models by incorporating frequency domain adversarial attacks. This ensures that the models can accurately segment medical images even when faced with adversarial manipulations. That's right. Jen. It's an exciting development in preserving the integrity of medical imaging systems and ensuring reliable healthcare diagnosis. Absolutely. And on our next episode, we will deep dive into the methodology employed by this paper and discuss the results and potential implications for real-world applications. So stay tuned for our next episode where we continue our exploration of frequency domain. Adversarial training for robust volumetric medical segmentation. Thanks for joining us today. Remember to subscribe to our podcast for more exciting discussions about medical technology. Outro music. Today, we have an exciting topic to discuss on our podcast, Frequency Domain Adversarial Training for Robust Volumetric Medical Segmentation. Now, before we dive into the details, let me break down the title for our listeners who may not be familiar with these terms. That's right, Tom. So, frequency domain adversarial training refers to a technique in deep learning that helps make models more robust against adversarial attacks. In this case, it is specifically applied to volumetric medical image segmentation which involves analyzing medical images such as CT or MRI scans and identifying organs or anomalies. Absolutely. Now, the reason this type of training is important is that while deep learning has improved the accuracy of these segmentation models, they are still vulnerable to adversarial attacks. These attacks involve manipulating the input data in ways that are imperceptible to humans but can cause the models to produce incorrect results. Right. And that's where this frequency domain adversarial training comes in. It proposes a method that operates in the frequency domain instead of the traditional voxel domain, which represents data as pixels. By perturbing the frequency domain representation of the images, they aim to create a more robust model. Exactly. They even introduce a new module called frequency perturbation that modifies the 3D DCT coefficients within the frequency domain. This perturbation helps generate adversarial samples that are then used to update and train a model against both clean and adversarial samples. And to ensure that the model performs well on both clean and adversarial samples. They propose a frequency consistency loss measure. This loss encourages similar frequency representations for clean and adversarial outputs of the segmentation model. So, overall, their contributions include this min-max objective for training volumetric medical segmentation models in the frequency domain, as well as a specific adversarial attack called volumetric adversarial frequency attack. Waffer. That takes into account the 3D nature of volumetric data. Right. And they demonstrate through experiments that their approach improves on other methods by achieving higher fooling rates while keeping generated adversarial samples perceptually similar to original.
once. That's fascinating. This work showcases important advancements towards enhancing the robustness of volumetric medical image segmentation models in real-world scenarios. It not only explores vulnerabilities but also provides solutions using innovative techniques like frequency domain analysis and training. I'm really excited about delving deeper into this paper. These advancements hold great promise in making medical image analysis more secure and reliable. So stay tuned for our next episode where we'll discuss their methodology and experimental results. That's right, Jen. So make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our exciting discussions about medical technology. Thanks for joining us today. Take care, everyone. Until next time, outro music. Upbeat music playing. Hey, welcome back to another hilarious episode of the Tom and Jen show. We have a fantastic sponsor for today's episode. That's right. Tom, get ready to light up your style with Aurora Bowtie. Illuminated elegance. They've got bow ties like you've never seen before. Oh, I love these things. Gentlemen, picture this. It's date night. You're wearing your best suit. But something is missing. Then bam. You attach an Aurora bow tie and suddenly you become the life of the party. Absolutely. And ladies, imagine stealing the spotlight at any event with one click. Boom. Instant dazzle on your neck that says I'm fabulous. Tom. Whispering. Pissed. Jen? Jen. Whispering. What is it? Tom. Whispering. Do you remember Bob from accounting? The one who loves bow ties? Jen. Confused. Uh. Yeah? Tom presses a button on his phone. Bob. Excitedly over intercom. Did someone say illuminated bow ties? Wow. Bob seems really into these things. He sure does. Jen. And here's my favorite part. These aren't just ordinary bow ties. They're equipped with LED lights that let you choose from 20 different colors and patterns. Jazzy music starts playing in background. Narrator. Enthusiastically. Need to charm your way out of an awkward situation? Just click the button for the hypnotic pattern mode. Works every time. Asterisk wink. Jazz music fades out. But wait, there's more. If you order now using our special podcast promo code T-O-M-A-N-D-J-E-N, Aurora Bowtie will throw in an additional tie. For free. That's right. Two illuminated bowties for the price of one. It's like having a neon light show around your neck. So don't miss out on this chance to shine. Folks. Visit aurora-bowtie.com and let your elegance be illuminated in a way that only Aurora Bowtie can do. Tom. Whispering. And don't forget to use the promo code T-O-M-A-N-D-J-E-N for that incredible freebie. Jen. Whispering. Because two bowties are always better than one. Upbeat music fades in. Narrator. Aurora Bowtie. Where fashion meets fluorescent fun. Get yours today. Because why blend in when you can stand out? And we'll be right back after this short break with more hilarity. Stay tuned. 
Jingle plays. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. We are excited to dive into today's topic, the mathematical capabilities of ChatGPT. I'm Jen, and with me is my co-host Tom. That's right, Jen. ChatGPT has been making headlines for its impressive language capabilities. But how well does it perform when it comes to complex mathematical problems? Today, we'll find out. Absolutely. In a recent paper titled Mathematical Capabilities of ChatGPT, the researchers conducted a series of experiments to evaluate ChatGPT's performance on various math-related tasks. The researchers used a dataset called Ghosts that contains a wide range of prompts covering different mathematical categories and difficulty levels. Yes. And they tested different versions of ChatGPT using this dataset. They had the 9th of January 2023 version, which was an earlier model, and the 30th of January 2023 version as well. The evaluation focused on aspects such as correctness, verbosity, how much information is provided, honesty, the model admitting limitations, clarity, how understandable the response is, among others. They also assessed features like confidence level and prompt engineering, modifying prompts for better responses. Right. This evaluation helped in understanding Chatijit's strengths and weaknesses when it comes to mathematics. And what did they find? Well, compared to other language models like GPT-4 that were specifically trained on math datasets, ChatGPT showed good performance overall. It was able to provide correct responses in many cases and demonstrated an understanding of various mathematical concepts. However, there were limitations too. For more challenging problems or advanced mathematics topics, the performance was not as strong. The models often struggled with symbolic manipulation or providing detailed proofs. That's true. And verbosity was another factor they considered. The models tended to provide answers that were too verbose or too terse indicating room for improvement in finding the right balance. Absolutely. So, while ChatGPT has shown promise in mathematics, it's crucial to recognize its limitations and not solely rely on it for complex problem solving. It can serve as a helpful tool or assistant, but human expertise is still vital. Exactly. Jen. These language models are advancing rapidly and their mathematical capabilities are continuously improving. We're excited to see how they'll evolve in the future. Definitely. So that wraps up our discussion on the mathematical capabilities of ChatGPT. Thank you for joining us today. Stay curious and keep exploring. And remember, if you have any questions or suggestions for future podcast episodes, Feel free to reach out to us on our social media channels. See you next time. Hello everyone. Welcome back to another exciting episode of our podcast series. I'm Tom, your host. And I'm Jen and we have an incredible topic lined up for today's episode, the mathematical 
Capabilities of ChatGPT. That's right, Jen. ChatGPT is an advanced language model developed by OpenAI that has gained a lot of attention due to its ability to generate human-like text responses through deep learning techniques. And in this groundbreaking paper titled Mathematical Capabilities of ChatGPT, researchers explore how well this language model performs when faced with various types of math problems. Absolutely, Jen. The authors evaluated two versions of ChatGPT as well as GPT-4 using a diverse set of math-related datasets. One interesting dataset they curated is called GHOSTS which stands for Graded Higher Order Structure Tasks for Students. This dataset covers a wide range of math topics and includes both publicly available datasets and handcrafted datasets designed to challenge the model. That's right. The researchers wanted to assess Chatijipt's performance on different math tasks, such as numerical calculations, concept-based questions, computational problems, and proof-based questions. And when it comes to generative models like ChatGPT, it's crucial to analyze their outputs carefully. The paper provides detailed information on prompts used during evaluation and how the data was collected. Absolutely. The researchers evaluated the models based on various aspects such as correctness of responses, verbosity of answers, usefulness in problem solving, confidence level of answers, and more. It's an extensive evaluation process that helps determine both the strengths and limitations of ChatGPT when handling complex mathematical problems. Right. And the results are quite intriguing. While ChatGPT performs admirably on many tasks and demonstrates understanding of mathematical concepts, there are limitations when it comes to more advanced topics or providing detailed proofs. That's true Tom. It excels in providing relevant information and even suggests useful approaches for problem solving but may struggle with complex symbolic manipulation or generating a complete proof for certain questions. Exactly, Jen. So while ChatGPT shows great potential as a tool for mathematicians or those seeking mathematical assistance, human expertise is still essential for tackling more challenging problems. Definitely, Tom. AI language models like ChatGPT can serve as valuable aids in mathematical research or learning but should not replace human intelligence or knowledge in solving complex mathematical problems. Absolutely, Jen. Well said. So that wraps up today's episode where we explored the fascinating world of mathematical capabilities of ChatGPT. We hope you found this episode informative and interesting. Join us again next time for another exciting topic on our award-winning podcast. Thanks for tuning in everyone. Stay curious and keep exploring. Upbeat jazzy music begins. Hey there, podcast pals. We have a super exciting sponsor for today's episode. Get ready to dig into the fantastical world of Focalicious Dimensional Delights. That's right. Tom, are you tired of your boring, plain old meals?
Well, prepare to have your taste buds whisked away on a wild adventure like never before. Imagine this, you pick up your usual fork and take a bite. Suddenly, asterisk poof you are transported to an alternate dimension filled with mouth-watering surprises. Oh yes. You might find yourself dining with unicorns at Unicornia Cafe or savoring pizza straight from Pizza Planet where aliens are the master chefs. Or how about indulging in crispy bacon cooked by fire-breathing dragons in Dragon Valley? Now that's hot stuff. But wait, there's more. At Focalicious Dimensional Delights, they also offer utensils like no other. Need butter? Just press the magical button on their Spread Master 3000 and watch it neatly slather across your toast like magic. And what about that pesky jar lid? Fear not. With our jar-busting W-A-N-D, jars surrender faster than a cheetah running from Usain Bolt. And folks don't even get us started on their teleporting napkins for those accidental spills or serving dishes that refill themselves without lifting a finger. Jen. Giggling. I wish my dishwasher had that kind of magic. Tom. Whispering. Here's another secret. If you eat enough of these dimensional delights, rumor has it you'll start speaking fluent Klingon. Gug lovers rejoice. Abrupt end to music. Jen. Laughing. That sounds unbelievably intriguing and possibly a bit hazardous. Absolutely. Jen. So, if you're ready to take your taste buds on an otherworldly journey, Head over to Focalicious Dimensional Delights and use our exclusive promo code PODCASTPALACE for 10% off your very own teleportation platter. That's right. Remember folks, with the power of these fantastical foods and magical utensils, the sky's the limit. Or maybe even beyond that. Music fades out. Tom. Whispering. Disclaimer. Forkalicious Dimensional Delights is not responsible for any loss or damage incurred during accidental travel through alternate dimensions. Eat at your own risk. Jen. Whispering. And please remember to chew before teleporting. It can get messy out there in space. Bon appétit. Cheerful jingle ends. Welcome back to another episode of our award-winning podcast. I'm Tom. And I'm Jen. We're excited to dive into a fascinating topic today. One that explores the intersection of anomaly detection and representation learning. That's right. Jen. Our episode is titled Representation Learning in Anomaly Detection. Successes. Limits. And a Grand Challenge. We'll be discussing the thought-provoking perspective paper by Adid Hoshan from the Hebrew University of Jerusalem in Israel. This paper delves into the current paradigm of anomaly detection and argues that there are fundamental limits to its scalability. It also presents task-specific priors as a way to overcome these limitations. Anomaly detection plays a crucial role in various fields including intrusion detection, video surveillance, industrial inspection, and preventive maintenance. And in recent years, 
There have been significant advancements thanks to deep representation learning. Absolutely. With the integration of deep learning models and ever-improving foundation models, the accuracy of anomaly detection has seen tremendous improvement. Just think about how the anomaly detection accuracy on the popular CIFAR-10 benchmark went from around 65% to nearly 99% in just five years. It's truly impressive how far we've come. But what's intriguing is that the authors point out that this progress may have reached its limit. On some data sets, they argue for the need to go beyond scaling up foundation models and explore new directions for anomaly detection. That's where task-specific priors come into play. By incorporating strong priors based on specific tasks or industries, we can address the challenges posed by anomalies that don't fit within the existing paradigm. The paper presents three interesting applications to illustrate this idea. Point cloud anomaly detection. Video anomaly detection. Upbeat music playing. Hey there, fellow podcast enthusiasts. Have you ever wanted to embark on an adventure so bizarre? so mind-blowing, that it can only be described as a crystal trumpet biza experience? Oh boy, have we got a treat for you. Thanks to our amazing sponsor Crystal Trumpet Bazaar Experiences, you can now enter a realm of eccentricity like no other. Picture this. You are standing in the middle of a pineapple farm wearing a tutu while being serenaded by llamas. Playing the ukulele. Or how about this? You could accompany Madame Zucchini on her world-renowned vegetable sculpting tour. Yes, folks. Carve cucumbers into poodles and transform eggplants into works of art. But wait. There's more. Ever wondered what it'd feel like to salsa dance with aliens from Mars? With Crystal Trumpet Bizarre Experiences Cosmic Rhythms Package, you'll be shaking your hips with extraterrestrial beings in no time. And if intergalactic moves aren't your thing, fear not. How about joining Professor Quirkington on his famous Bigfoot safari? Witness elusive Sasquatches throwing tea parties and sharing secrets about their favorite camouflage techniques. Sound too out of this world to be true? Well buckle up because it gets even weirder. As part of our limited time offer sponsored by Crystal Trumpet Bizarre Experiences, Jen. Whispering. Tom. Dot. Are those flamingos wearing sunglasses? Tom. Whispering. Jen. I believe they are. It seems we've wandered into another dimension again. Music fades. Narrator. Calmly. So why settle for mundane vacations when you can dive headfirst into these mind-boggling adventures? Book your bewildering escape today with Crystal Trumpet Bizarre Experiences. Warning. Side effects may include uncontrollable laughter, unforgettable memories, and the urgent need to share these stories at every social gathering. Seriously, you'll be the life of the party. Crystal Trumpet Bazaar Experiences, where reality takes a vacation, dot and hilarity ensues. Music fades out. Now that's what I call a truly bizarre commercial. I couldn't agree more. And remember our listeners, 
When it comes to unique adventures, Crystal Trumpet Bazaar Experiences has got you covered in glittering weirdness. So book now and get ready for an experience you'll never forget. Podcast outro music starts. Thanks again to our sponsor Crystal Trumpet Bizar Experiences. Now let's dive into today's episode of the Tom and Jen Show. Jen. Excitedly. Today we're discussing how not to get stuck in quicksand while wearing high heels. Stay tuned and join us for some wacky fun ahead. Thank you.